Good morning, afternoon, and evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast, proudly sponsored by guys at exoticlimo.com.au. My name's Corey, and as always, alongside me is Beretta. G'day, Corey. Good to be back for another podcast. Week two is done and dusted, and here comes the next podcast, and here comes the next podcast member. Welcome to the third member of the team, Bonfire. Choo choo! That's right, Brenna. The Bombs Express is back, and uh, that's right. Round two is done, and so let's get stuck into some round three talk, shall we, Corey? But before we do that, tell the listeners where they can find us on social media. Uh, on Twitter at SC Elites, find us on the iTunes Store, SoundCloud, and Facebook at Supercoach Elites. Take it, Merritt must have had a bit of a better week this week, Bretta, because Bombs just sound a little bit more upbeat. <laughs> he's not completely depressed. He still doesn't sound his regular self, but yeah, he's on the improvement. It's going to take me a while to get back to my regular self, I'll be honest with you. He only scored 95 again, the slog couldn't even crack 100, but whatever. Round three is approaching. This is exciting for everyone who plays league. League games are coming up this week. Um, I know we'll be keeping a close eye on the Exotic Limo League. That'll be uh, one of our main ones that we've got going out there. But, yeah, look, plenty to talk about. Break-evens are about to kick in. And I think we'll just start kick it straight off with uh, Cam Rayner, boys. 202k, break-even of 61. Some impressive scores of uh, 20 and 38 so far. So, hasn't even combined for his break-even. What's everyone's Cam Rainer's plan? Brett, we'll start with you. Uh, training him out. I did not start the season with Liam Ryan, so very easy decision for me. Rainer's going to leak money, which is not what you want from your rookie cash cows. Um, simple trade down to Rainer, uh, down to Liam Ryan, save some cash and get a better player who just dropped one fifteen, I think, on the weekend. Correct. Bumper. Yep, exact same as Brett, mate. I I am not taking this uh, this Rainer thing and. Jesus, what did we say last week? The only reason we started with him was because we missed the number one pick in the last few years, and this has now just totally screwed us. So maybe we're a bit of a voodoo. We've got a little bit of a voodoo about us, number one picks. Who knows? Oh, yeah, I'm super worried about trading him out and then him coming out next week and dropping a ton or something. But I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm also moving him. Um, I probably went into bat for him more than anyone um, in the Top off six season. forward. Yeah, and uh, got that wrong. <laughs> so let's just, went a little bit too outlandish on that one, yeah, didn't you? Let's I? just make sure that people know that's my outlandish statement and I didn't actually <laughs> genuinely think that he was going to be a top six forward. Um, but yeah, it's not what you were saying off air, though. He's yeah. uh, he's an excellent footballer. He's just not super coach relevant. I think that's the biggest problem. So... Right now, we always say round, well, coming into the end of round two, coming into round three, it's about correctional. It is uh, the correctional, this is almost the correctional podcast, time for correctional trades, and I think this is the most, you know, simple and logical one you, one could make, is uh, fixing up Rainer early. For me, I'm also Liam Ryan. I didn't start him as well, so if I, I'm just going Rainer straight to Ryan. Uh, a lot of people correcting Norton too at the moment, boys, flicking him out early. Uh, I'm one that's not trading Norton this week. Mainly because I can't go Norton to Bonner because I didn't leave any, myself any kitty. Um, if I could, that would be my trade. But I, I don't mind holding on to Norton only with a break even of 25. Um, had a better game on the weekend, and I think he's one that I'm going to give another chance. And the main reason I'm going to give another chance to as well is because we also have Cam O'Shea and Ed Richards who debuted down back last week. Um, and if one of them goes absolutely bananas this week and Norton stinks it up again, I can actually just, you know correctional trade that next week, or if Norton comes out and scores 100, I'm in a good position. But, boys, what's your plans with Norton? Bonfa, this time. Yeah, currently uh, still up in the air around what the plan is, because uh, I've got the money to go to Bonner, but 
Um, I really like the idea of running O'Shea more than uh, Richards. And um, look, O'Shea didn't set the world on fire over the weekend, um, but he's someone that gee, I'm going to be red hot on. And the thing is, if I bring in Bonner, it, it is going to have to mean that I'm probably going to have to miss Mo, uh, O'Shea probably the week after. So um, am I 100% conclusive yet in what I'm doing? No, I'm not. But at the moment, Bonner's in my team. I'd say the Cam O'Shea thing too. I mean, Kieran Byrne going down on the weekend as well. So uh, mm. definitely opens up the floodgates there for O'Shea to get some serious game time. Uh, Bretta, you, what are you doing, Norton? Uh, also holding. I think that's three for three on holds, which... Um, I think it's quite rare in the community at the moment. I do understand the Norton trade, but I'll be holding. They lost two more tolls to injury over the weekend, so sure, his job security is a little bit bad. Um That's when he comes out of his system. He looked more comfortable on the weekend, and again, if we get it wrong next week, we can very simply just go across to an O'Shea or Richards if one of them perform. I need to pose a question to you fellas, though. What happens if it doesn't go wrong? What happens if Norton comes out and goes 75, but O'Shea's come out and scored a 90? I'm Just not, hold, not yeah, worth side trading. I'm, I'm holding that as well. Mm, interesting. I mean, I, I've also got Sis, so I could probably flick. If I was really serious about O'Shea and I had someone else that wasn't performing, I could go someone else up forward out and, and switch Sis around because even though he's been rubbed out, I'm still holding him, but we'll get to that later. Um, yeah. It's just yeah. annoying because O'Shea and, and Richards have come probably four weeks way or four weeks too early for us haven't they in you know if they're debuting around five or six it's really perfect but um yeah no they've come too early and it's again this one's just pissing me off because and you're going to hear that a lot this season a lot of things piss me off in Supercar. (laughs) (laughs) nice too uh on the correctional talk what about patty dow boys break even of 33 um if you've got dow you've probably missed ldu or Kelly or Holman? Is it just a matter of now training Batty Dow, or do you just stick fat with him and ride it out? Brett? No, nah, you get rid of him. Yeah. Oh. yeah, no, you get rid of him. Uh, probably if you've got Rainer too, you know, you can go Rainer down to another Ford Brook and put the money on top of Dow, use a bit of DPP, get Finlayson to your mids and, and see if you can get Dow to Bonner or, or something like that. Get a little bit creative with the DPP. That's what I always encourage. Start floating around, Bretta. Yeah, same. I'd, I'd recommend moving him on. I don't have him. Do any of you boys have him? No. No. No, so it's not. I don't think it's a big problem for the community. I don't think a lot started with him, but, yeah, there's plenty of rookies out there. There's a couple of real nice pieces, and I'm sure we've all missed one somewhere, so just go and get the one you missed. On the talk of correctional, we'll go up. We'll kind of stick away from rookies right now. We'll get back to that. Um, Hibbert is one that I want to bring up and have a bit of a chat about. Um, and also Sammy Manangola. I mean, I know none of us have him. It uh, doesn't mean there aren't members of the community out there. They've got Sammy Manangola. If you had Manangola, would he be your probably prime asset you'd be looking to flick across to someone else? Hell yeah, man. Like, uh, why were you starting with Manangola in the first place? Like, did you not think that Ablett, Dangerfield and Selwood and Duncan, and did you did you think there was space in the midfield for him? What were you doing? Um, yeah, absolutely trading. Get him to Bud. Get him to Heaney. Don't get him to Green. Green's injured, but... Get him to someone else. Get him to one of Devin these other top Smith. liners, Billings. Even Devin Smith, yeah, hell yeah. I'd go there too. Bretta? Yeah, trade. And you're going to make money pretty much everywhere you go except Bud, so it's killing two birds with one stone. You can't run him in a goal, or he's just going to torch your team throughout the year. Yeah, he's probably the big one that if I had right now, um, that'd be completely gone. Let's weigh it up. What's more important, do you think, correctional trading to a rookie or... Um, 
uh, trading one of your primos that's about to fall. So say you had Maningola right now. Um, so it was Maningola to, let's say, Heaney. Or Paddy Dow to, I don't want to go Cali or anything. Paddy Dow to Holman. What's the more important trade you'd have to make? Dow to Holman, without doubt. This is all about money. This is not about winning a flag or winning the overall in rounds one to five. This is about making sure your team is upgraded uh, as quick as possible um, to its best potential. So you're not settling. If you're making money, you're not settling for a $550,000 mid. You're buying a mid that's worth over 600 k um, That's what it's about. So money always, I think, uh, comes first. Beautiful. I just wanted to... See, I, I, I disagree a little bit because I think you can go get Holman for Dow or, or Rayner or whoever next week for the same price. Where I think Manigol is, well, he's probably going to drop 100 grand next week. Dude's scored like back-to-back 50s and he's 540. So like money's re- it's just going to be the same money regardless unless you plan to hold Manigola, which nobody's holding Manigola unless you want your season to fall apart right now. Mm. Holman's going to make his I mean- You've all, you just got to weigh up like, the money factor too. You'd almost have to go there. Um, I think I used probably a bit of a poorer example there. I mean, one that was a little bit more drastic and dramatic. Um, but I think it's more important sometimes when you're having a look, like say, and we'll talk about Hibbard, but if it was, you know, Hibbard down or fixing up, yeah, a doubter. I don't want to use doubt, like a, maybe a Barry to a Holman. I think you're better off doing the Barry to Holman yeah, move. Yeah, the Barry to Holman yeah, then yes, becomes more important. Yeah. yeah. Um, so weigh it up there. Uh, Hibbard. Now, Brett, I know you're moving Hibbard. I'm not moving Hibbard. Bumps, I don't even know where you, you're at. Um, but do you want to give us... <laughs> yeah, we'll start with you, Bumpa. What's your, what's your Hibbard sitch? No, let's start, let's start with Bretta. I want, I want Bretta to convince me to get rid of him. That's what I want. Well, no, I'm enjoying you going against me and struggling early in the season. That's. <laughs> I don't want to make too strong a case here. But no, I'm moving Hibbard. Just a um, couple of reasons. Um, I can't see him being a top six defender. Um, there's the whole thing where he's completely off kickouts. I think if he gets his kickouts back, he maybe adds 10, 10 points a game back to his scores. That takes him up to, what, like 70, 83 a game. 16-point gap. He's not playing as the defense, like the real deep role he played last year. Lever's taken that. He's playing that like high sort of... I don't know, follow-around defender. He's taking, like, the third and fourth tools. He's more accountable this year. It's just it, uh, it's just not the same Hibbert. He has looked completely out of place. Supercoach terms, I know he's probably doing the right role for his team, all that sort of stuff, but we don't want to hear that playing Supercoach. We want to hear he's getting cheap kicks out the back and having 26 touches a game. Um, last year was his monster season. I know we spoke about this earlier, Corey, where he had his best season to date. And he averaged 99, still didn't quite break the 100. At Essendon, he always hovered around the low to mid-80s. And I think last year was just a concoction of everything falling into place and his role being completely perfect for him, super coach-wise, that allowed him to you know, generate a top-six score. I don't think he's a chance to get back to that this year. See, I'm the opposite. I think that I could still see him averaging 100 from here to the rest of the season. Melbourne have been very sloppy. I think there's plenty of room for improvement. I think Hibbard's just been off his game, um, and I do expect disposals to rise. Um, he just needs to start kicking the ball. I did say to you earlier, though, that the one thing that is worrying me right now, probably more than anything, is Jordan Lewis. Um, 
he's using the ball yep. a lot Kick across ass. that back line. Um, yeah, and I think that's the main worry. But I think they, they'll they know that the ball is better when it's in Hibbert's hands. Um, and I haven't really noticed too much, but has anyone been running with Hibbert in the first two weeks? Has anyone picked this up at all? No. Okay. What do you mean by running? As what do you mean running tagged? with like yeah, no. like an offensive matchup? No, his yeah. his role he's still playing on someone, and his role is just completely different. Yep. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm happy. I'm right now. I'm, I think I'm sticking with it. I really do. I'm, I, I'm currently only using one trade this week, but I, I'm I like Hib, and I think he can get back to you know those nineties to a hundred plus scores. Bonfa. Well, I think you know what I think's happened here, Corey mate. I think uh, I think Brett has talked me into it. If it is, uh, if it's gone now for me, um, now I knew all this stuff. I knew what's going on with, um, you know, the kick-ins. The, the you know down six uh, kicks a game from last year as well. I think he's taken only one kick in uh, for the entire season so far too. Um, yeah, Jordan Lewis there, Bernie Vince rolling through there. Salem's pushed up into the midfield to accommodate for that. Um, I just I'm not feeling it anymore with Hibbert. And when I when I go and look and, and I see Yo doing, you know what he's doing. When I have a look at what Simpson's done over the first few weeks, um, you know Hibbert's just gone seventy four and seventy two. I'm just not I'm just not enjoying it at all. Um, and, I, and I'm totally off the bandwagon. Now this was kind of my attitude yesterday, and then I had a little conversation with Corey Brenner. You wouldn't know this because you don't come to half hour conversations. Right? <laughs> I just want to for bodies. I had, had, had a conversation with Corey, and Corey got me on side a little bit. Then now, I was just listening to the two of you debate, and um, you know what? I'm, I'm team Breda now, and um, and I'm all about my original gut feeling as well with Hibbert, and that's to, that's to get him out. Now, I don't condone trading people that you think will be premiums or, or top of the positions. Um, but, man, I'll tell you what, if Hibbert only averages 85, um, there's got a bit of work to do. The one thing I said to Corey though yesterday was that my concern with trading in someone like Kate Simpson, who's what's his average at the moment? Because what he scored one fifty in the first week, then what he backed it up with a one twenty or something yeah, like that. Something like that yeah. yeah, yeah. So say so he's averaging yeah one thirty two or whatever it is one thirty five. Um, my concern is that now he's not going to average one thirty two for the year, right? So he's got to have some lower scores from round three onwards to drag his average back down to his season average, which is probably going to be around that hundred. You spoke before about Hibbert only averaging once, uh, 100 once before in a year. Or he didn't even average never, it. What, no, he's what was it, 99? Simpson's only done 100 once. Um, but he's been real consistent around 95. Whereas Hibbert's consistency seems to be just a little bit below that. So, look, maybe it was just a smarter decision just to start the year with Simpson. And I, and I totally overlooked that one when I was starting off my team. But I think I'm more than likely um, going to go to Simpson. But Yo's hovering in the background to, to fight for another position there too. Did either of you start, yo? No. no that's unfortunate. No, I went low. That's where I went. And, you know, I had the money to do it as well because <laughs> I had 150. You know, with my starting team, I had 150 in the bank too. So, Lloyd, Lloyd's um, a lock. Yeah, that, 100%. I have to agree with you that. He only goes missing when the game's on the line, which is obviously incredible <laughs> for the Super Coach. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, but, yeah, look, uh, look, I think I might just stuff that one up and I think I'm going to correction all that one. Um, and I'm going to make the call early there and just go for it. Because what this does as well, it means, okay, I'm going to miss Bonner, but I'm fine with that. 
Um, I'm not confident in Norton at all. He may rise five or so K. I'm very confident O'Shea is going to put out good numbers this week against Collingwood. And I'm very confident that I'm going to want O'Shea next week. So I'm happy to miss Bonner, but I'm really banking on O'Shea uh, coming good and um, yeah, needing to pick him up the, the following week. All right, so and another thing that's... Hang on, you're Hibbert who? Simpson. Yeah. yeah. And and Rainer down to Ryan. So I'd probably have like 250 in the bank. So it means I can, I'd probably be able to upgrade uh, someone real early. Um, hopefully in the forward line, because forward rookies aren't doing a lot. So hopefully Stephenson in three or four weeks can move to someone uh, top echelon with that without having to do a downgrade. Um, and I'll sort of see where I'm at. So that way, at least if I'm four trades down, at least I've already upgraded one position um, with my correctionals and all that sort of stuff in place. So I'd be relatively happy with my position um, at the end of four trades if all that pans out. Right. You're going to say something? Yeah, see, yeah, well, I've got two quick points. The first one, Hibbert, the scariest thing about it for me is he's still running at almost 80% efficiency. So it's not like he's turning the ball over. He's just not getting it, not doing anything with it. Like, are, yeah. are you both saying the ball that over, you can't see Hibbert having an extra, from here on in, averaging like 26-plus touches? No. That's what I'm saying. Not from it? here. Not from here. Like, if it, we started the count today, no, he's still not averaging that. 26 touches, like, it's a lot of ball. But if yeah. he did what he averaged last year, 99, like, it's... 20, yeah, exactly. We probably yeah. should have... Look, I, I remember Breda, he said something earlier in the year around Hibbard in one of the preseason potties where he goes um, something like, you know, he's averaging 27 touches, but he's only averaged 99 super coach points. So he said something like that. Now, yeah. like a dickhead, I just let that just go over the top of my head. Can you well, stop Can you stop agreeing with Brett? <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Corey, but I have to because Brett is uh, aligned with my original gut feeling. And what have I learned over the preseason? That that I didn't trust my gut, did I? And uh, so maybe I've got to get back to that. Yeah, people you, then you pick Zach Merritt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not go there. <laughs> see, I'm, I'm the opposite. So from here on in, I could still see Hibbard being top six. Okay, so we've all got him. Well, two who, of us are yeah. likely to trade, and one of us is keeping. I don't. I just think also the only chance Hibbert has to be top six is the fact that after the top three, it drops off pretty dramatically. The other thing it that I, uh, that you said to me today, too, um, oh shit, I just oh the, about the rookies. You did say when we were talking earlier that you haven't had, we haven't been blessed really with this for a long time with that high school yeah. rookie defence. So do you want to go on a bit mm. of a, uh, a rant about that? Yeah, I was I was saying basically last year we burnt an extra three, four, maybe even five trades just trying to generate cash. And um, that's where I figure I can have the luxury, this one early, where we've got Dodie and Kelly Holman. They've probably made more, they're going to make more money than almost all of our starting rookies last year combined. Like we had no one do this last year. and We've got four already. Liam Ryan's another one. Waterman's doing decent. Um, just like there's so much and we're going to have such an easier time generating cash this year that you can also, you know, save two, maybe three trades and have those extra ones as luxury trades to go and fix a problem earlier in the year. And there's also the fact that two of those high scoring rookies are defenders already. And we've possibly got Bono mid-pricer coming through and maybe even O'Shea or to a lesser extent Richards. Like there's so much value and there's so much on-ground rookie value that you could afford to play each week without hurting that you can you can have that luxury of moving a Hibbert and just covering with a Finlayson or a Dodie or a, 
O'Shea or Bonner, whoever. Well, that's it. I'm keeping Hibbard. He's just Hibbard? flipped me around now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I've got more trades in the bank the rest of the year, and I can I can fix up Hibbard late. And if he comes good, he comes good. There you go. Oh, now I'm looking at that way. That, that I don't know been, what I'm doing. That that was been my theory this whole time. Is that I'd rather I'd rather hold the trade, hold Hib, and fix it late, um, than do the other way around. But I just I just rather fix the problem while it's a problem. Yeah. Oh, that's it. I don't think it's gonna Hibbert. be. I don't think it's gonna be that big of a problem though. I actually think everyone's just overreacting. Right, say so season starts tomorrow. What do you think he averages? Take away the first two games. Yeah, at least 95. I don't see that. I can't see how you're so confident of that. It's Michael Hibbard, man. He's good. <laughs> <laughs> like, All right, next topic. Yeah, yeah that's um, Sicily, yeah, the one game ban. Uh, I think I'm the only one that's got him. If you boys had him, what would you be doing with uh, Sicily after he absolutely had uh, Sicily's meltdowns on the weekend? Yeah, it's a it's a big hole. It was only one week. You don't trade one week. Can't believe Bullshit. it was only one. Um, yeah, there was, should have been two, I think, at a minimum. But anyway, look, he was only given one. Um, but how about how about Nate getting off and, and Sicily getting the week though? That was a bit obscure as well. You'd think if one went, the other one went too. So oh, I think one because um, it was the head, the other one was the body. It's it's the action that needs to be yeah. outlawed, not where to on the body. Um, for me, that's um, right. If anything, too, actually, in that case, I actually think Nanks was kind of with a lot more force and power than Sicily's was as well. But think He's if you king hit someone, man. if you king hit someone in the thigh, or king like king hit him in the head, it's like it's a little bit different, you know. Like if you knock him out cold or bruise him, yeah, but still, like, there's... no one should punch on the field. No one should knee on the field. No one should. No, it, it's the action that, that I'm totally against. I think it's a thuggish act. Yeah, that's fair. Hey, watch what you say about Sicily, mate. You reckon Managola is a correctional trade? Sicily, bro, who starts with that guy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's still good. He's still good. It was bound to happen. It was, it was so funny. Know. You gave me so much crap last week, and I was sitting there like, "Please explode!" You know what? Please explode! Frawley, Frawley didn't, uh, Frawley didn't play, so Sicily wasn't able to come off and intercept like he normally would. Uh, I think he only had one intercept possession for you the know, game. So, you know uh, who didn't play? You know who didn't play? That really affected Sicily. Adam Trelaw. He wasn't kicking it blind into the. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say it wasn't so much the defence; it was the fact uh, that. Was, Dangerfield, a different Sal, team. and Ablett. They're not playing John yeah, every right. week, so most midfielders no, aren't too shame. Yeah. No, not yeah. control. I do love him. I love him very much. But... <laughs> uh, uh. Toby Green? Oh, what a mess. That's the one I've got wrong. Like, catastrophically wrong. Yeah. Did, you, did you start him? Yeah. See, I, don't, I never took him out. I don't know much about Breda because, like I said, he doesn't participate. Yeah, the only time I talk to Breda is <laughs> on wanna, this podcast. Do you want to no, hear he's... one that you definitely wouldn't have known about Brett? He started Tim yeah, English. He started Tim English. Did he really? started Tim yeah, English. Well, not all that surprised by that one, though. He's, he's sometimes got half a brain, Britta. Um But, uh, yeah, Toby Green. Look, you have to hold, don't you? I mean, look, it was unlucky yeah. that he was laid out. But, I mean, even if he doesn't get up this week, it's t- like in terms of league games and that sort of stuff, like it's only one. It was a laid out. And if you didn't trade him last week, then really he's only missing one. 
because if you knew he was out this week, then you can contemplate it because it's two. But um, for as long as the injury is only meant to be one week, I think you hold that. You don't burn a trade going. No, we're just worried that they're just not telling us the complete truth down there at the Giants. I'm not, no, I'm not worried about that at all, no. I mean, I'm holding. I've got no choice. I was like 4K yeah. short of Buddy. You don't understand how upset I was. That's going to hurt. <laughs> but oh, but did you get Heaney, though? Yeah, you made the right decision, though. You started Heaney. Yeah, that guy A great. few teams out there. Ma- imagine if you started Toby Green over Heaney, though. You'd be fairly shattered, wouldn't you? Because yeah. on the same price point, you'd be fairly devo. Particularly if you had, like, particularly if you're a big Sydney supporter or anything like that, you'd be fairly devo, I would have thought. Move on from that one. Uh, <laughs> Crouch, uh, Crouch and Merritt, boys. Um, Merritt, people, I only bring Merritt up because people are talking about training with such a high break even. Um, and Crouch, I mean, is obviously injured. So Crouch has to go. There's no choice. Uh, but we'll talk about Merritt before we talk about Crouch replacements. Bombs, why are you not trading Zach Merritt? Um, because I started the year with him hoping that he'll be a, a top eight midfielder. And um, first one was concussion and he came back. He got tagged uh, on the weekend. He, he was all right in the first half, um, but just like a few of my players, they just seem to dissipate in the second half. So I'm not sure what's going on down with the, the fitness staff down here at the uh, the Bombs Express. But um, yeah, might have to sort that out quite quickly. But you probably don't um, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not moving on merit to play that bad as they did on the weekend as well. Well, I, look, I don't think it's a matter of if Essendon plays better than all of a sudden Merritt scoring a 140 on the weekend. They were, they were obviously totally outplayed, but my worry is whether he can handle the tag. Now, he was tagged towards the last, probably the last six, seven rounds um, of last year, Zach Merritt. And um, look, his numbers weren't brilliant um, in those last few that. games. I told you that. Well, did, did you? Yeah. Did you say that? Oh, I see, I've disregarded a lot of things this year. I've just been caught up in my own bubble. That were at the pub as well, so that's that is true. true. And you know what? That that deeply hurts my feelings. Um, <laughs> you know, it sounds like if we hung out more, Bonfer, you'd be a better super coach. I don't know. Well, well it does. Se- it does sound it. like that. And look, let me read you his stats though. Um, and look, he played a game against the Dogs where he was tagged, and he and he scored sixty-seven there, and he had one against Gold Coast where he scored ninety-two. Um, but he had a few lower scores um, in the back end of last year. There was another, like, well, they weren't even that low, really. I mean, most of them were in the nineties. So maybe I'm just bitching about nothing here as I tend to do. So, yeah, no, look, I'm holding Zach Merritt um, because I'm not trading him now because if you think he's going to be top eight, there's nothing in the first couple of rounds to kind of really, um, you know, set your concerns alight. Um, like I said before with uh, with Hibbard and, and Simpson, so if Merritt's had a few lower scores and, and, you know, we predict him to average around 110, that just means he's got a few higher scores coming up from round three onwards to, to balance out that average and bring it back up. So, I'm prepared to give Merritt um, the ride. Perfectly capable of that too. Brenner, you'd be the same, yeah? Oh, yeah, i just hold. Yeah. But like, it's, it's, you're picking Merritt because you've got a belief that he's going to be top eight and just because he got injured in the first game and worked his way into the second one doesn't mean it's not going to happen. You're not really sold on Merritt long-term, are you? No, I can't stand the pick, but... If you've picked him with that belief, like nothing that's happened in the first two rounds should change that, if that makes sense. I don't know why you hate him so much. Um, I just yeah. think he's taggable, man, and I think he's so good that he's going to get attention. Okay, fair enough. Um, Crouch, boys, if you were moving Crouch right now, and we're including Dangerfield, Dusty, Martin, Titch, um, what's your plan for those who don't have him? Bombs? Ah. <sighs> Well, you should have started with him, um, and I'd be 
you can't bring Dangerfield no, in no, now. No, you're sorry. not going to have. You've got if you've got moving crouch. We're talking about for moving crouch. Not just oh, Dangerfield sorry, moving crouch. General, sorry. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, if you're moving crouch, I'm going straight to Clayton Oliver. Um, I don't think there's there's a choice in it. I think you just go straight to Clayton Oliver. What if you don't um, have Titch or Dustin Martin or Dangerfield? Oh, so, so yeah, go Dangerfield, yeah, Martin, sorry. Titch, Kelly, Oliver. Who's your? How do you rank him? Ah, uh, right. Okay, cool. So um, Titch, Martin, Oliver, Kelly. No Dangerfield. Where's Dangerfield? Oh, did I miss Danger, oh, Danger. Where are you going to pull that money from? Is it realistic to think you, you can yeah, find 150? No, it, it is because I think there's going to be people this week that are actually going to be downgrading Rainer and all would already have some money in the bank. Okay. All right. Yeah. So Danger, Danger, Titch, Martin, um, Oliver, Kelly. Okay. Brett. Yeah, mine's the exact same order. Yeah. Dangerfield. Was it Martin Titch? Yeah, or were you Titch Martin? No, Titch Martin. Titch Martin. I yeah. love Titch. I'm probably Dangerfield, Martin, Titch, Oliver. What's changed? I know. I just really love Titch goes 1,000 points and 150, and now he's dropped in your rankings. What's going on? That's my worry there. I think that's that's my big worry is the guys touch the ball. And, I mean, I you know me. I, I love people who can touch the ball that many times and, and just score massive. But I think, you know, that, that week one where he's had 54 touches and only scored 160... I think those games where he's only going to have 32 to 35, and if you put Dustin Martin in that same category, I think Dustin Martin's a little bit more uh, damaging with the ball, where I think he's going to score a little bit more high than Titch in that factor. I just think Dustin Martin's going to uh, be a little bit more consistent on a like a flutter plateau, whereas I think Titch will be up and down around those marks, if that makes sense. Not tr- dramatically, um, whereas I feel where games where Titch will go 120 and then 150... Dusty's more likely just to go 135 flat every week. Do you know what I love that we talk about Titch's down games? It's 32 to 35. <laughs> <laughs> He's a beast. He's just he's so good. So, look, you're splitting hairs with those two, but I, I am assuming that if you started with one, you don't have the other. So that's the obvious way to go with Crouch. Mm. Uh, but if you've got all three, I think Crouch to Oliver is just the makes the most sense. What about Crips, though? I prefer Oliver to Crips. Yeah, I'd rather go get the premium top eight guarantee almost. I'm the same. Where I think Crips yeah. is top ten, even though his value is pretty awesome. And Crips has got body concerns. Well, he doesn't have body concerns, but body concerns will come. Whereas I don't think that's... Well, I mean, there's been nothing in Oliver's career so far that suggests that it's coming. Yeah. Can yeah. you clear? I'd still no. I'd rather... Um... I'd rather just buy a keeper. Yeah. Okay. Because does anyone else see Canelio finishing as a top eight? No, no. It's it's like saying you know if you trade in Hibbard, do you go down to Bonner or are you can just going to go buy another premium? Well, we'll see, I'm going down. I'm, go, I'm going asked. down to Bonner because Brett's going. Well, to Bonner. this is this is just chaos now. Fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> see, but then I also agree that you just go get the premium midfielder. Well, mm. I think because I think the premium midfielders, you know what you're getting. Where defence, we don't really know. Mm. Alright, beautiful. Move on from that. Um, Zach Fisher and Riley Bonner, kind of the same mark. Now, Bonds, at the start of the week, you told me you were getting Zach Fisher. What happened there? <laughs> well, I didn't want to spend the money and, and move Rainer up. Um, I'm not a big fan of Luke Ryan, but I feel like I just have to buy him. Um, but I'll tell Luke you what, Liam. mate. Uh, well, well in, in, in previous... For the oh, did I say Luke? Did I say him season. again? Did I say Luke again? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know why? Because have you seen Luke Three Ryan minutes. start to the year? Yeah, it's been this is a, This is a flippin' omen. I'm telling you, this is a flippin' <laughs> omen. 
put him on the discussion point later because let me finish talking about Zach Fisher here. Then, then we can get stuck into um, Luke Ryan. I actually said the right one there, the uh, the Fremantle one. Anyway, Zach Fisher. Mate, you think Bontempelli gets biased? They, they found their new love child at Champion Data. <laughs> <laughs> they, they feared he can have. He barely gets 20 touches a game and kicks one goal. I think it's happened in both games, and he's gone 100. He's averaging 101. It's ridiculous. They found their new love child. This is ridic- This is a bloke who we had as uh, on, on the bench last year who couldn't even score 30 points in a flipping quarter from about 12 possessions. All of a sudden, he's having eight bloody more possessions a game, and he's scoring tons. This is ridiculous. I'll- you know what? you got the balls to go to Zach Fisher. The uh, bomb stick of approval on that one. There's so much bias there. Yeah, no, nah, I'm not uh, not as sold, but look, yeah, there definitely are people out there getting him. Did you see today you know what talking it is? about it's... bias? Did you see today? We retweeted off the page. Some bloke went back on the weekend and had a look at all Dustin Martin's seven tackles, and made a video about it and had tweeted it at Champion Data asking how he got rewarded points for those tackles. Wow, uh, I haven't I haven't seen that yet. Jump like on! To I retweeted it today. It was it was very. I'm interesting. gonna have to have a look at that live here. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty good. So, um, I think Bonner is obviously the clear cut one over Zach Fisher. Uh, Bonner's been good. I don't think it's clear cut because think about it. Weigh it up like I normally do. Say Bonner and uh, Stephenson on field, or is it going to be Zach Fisher and Sam Murray on field? Like all of a sudden, you know what I mean? Like you got to you got to compare the pair. Don't forget to do that. You know, I don't mind it at all. I think. Uh, Carlton's game plan really suits Zach Fisher. I don't and I think that's probably what's been the difference here. He can run, he can carry, he can kick long, he hits tar- He's very good by foot, Zach Fisher. He hits targets. I think the game plan suits him as a player much better. And boy, can he tackle as well, that kid. He's, he's probably only about 54 kilos, but man, he can tackle. Nah, I still prefer Bonner's getting the easiest. Yeah. Bonner's getting the easiest 20 touches every week off the halfback flank. Yeah, the question I'm... is does he get it when all their players come back? Well, I said the other day, the other one you've got to worry about, I reckon, is Burn Jones. Mm. Pittard's not far Broadbent's not far Stay weary Where'd you tweet that thing Corey by the way Dustin Martin I uh, retweeted yeah. it Off the elites No you didn't Oh wait yeah See yeah Jackson JD Davey Give him a shout out At Jackson Davey He's done some good stuff there Yeah Very nice yeah. Yeah, Really really well done um, Jager Romero boys I have uh, You both don't It's been a pretty dismal two weeks. The way I said about it before to Bretter is he's not going to be playing that insane midfield every week. I expect him to do a lot better versus Tigers. Now, before I give my two cents, who actually own him, what would you two boys do if you were doing with... Have you had Jaeger right now? Keep in mind that he only has a break-even of 41 at 315k. Brett? Well, you hold him and let him make money, but I think you wait for him to max out, and once his break-even probably hits 80, you move him. I don't think I'd want to be carrying him for too long when basically teams across from you are probably carrying a Canelio or someone else of that mould. You're probably losing 15, 20, maybe even 30 points some weeks. Bumps? Yeah, look, I, I I would only hold if I couldn't afford to get Canelio. So if you could go Rainer down, you had a little bit in the kitty and you could then go Amira to Canelio, yeah, I'd do that. You can't do that. Don't bother. Just hold him and ride him out. I'm the same. Um, I did have a quick brief look at uh, Riley Bonner because I could flick it around, but even then I didn't. I decided that that wasn't really sufficient enough. I think it was too sideways. I think O'Meara can still score 100. Um, 
probably not weekly, but I think he does have it in him. I think he'll earn some enough coin to do what he's needed. And my long-term plan with Jaeger right now is kind of almost having a look at Zach Merritt. And I've got a feeling by the time that Merritt's uh, plateaued out, I think Jaeger might be ready to, um, you know, maybe 100k he might get me Jaeger to Zach Merritt. But we'll have to mm. keep an eye on that. As well, as even if you can't do it later, you can you can wait a bit longer for Matt Crouch if yeah. necessary. If Merritt's yeah. not impressing you enough, yeah, so, I, think that, I think that's probably too long to wait. That's probably seven weeks, eight weeks. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, a long I mean, time. Probably probably mm. I mean, it probably peaks what three, four weeks from now, and you got to drag it on for another three. Where well, everyone else is upgrading already. You really yeah, don't can up, like you can Jager upgrade your team around. Yeah. Just not. I think he's, like, if everything... If Jager stayed healthy his whole career, he'd be just about the best mid in the comp right now, but he's had such a long time out. See, he needs I a th- clean I think run. he's still good. He's only two professional games in. I think he's only going to get better. This is where you really... Yeah, but... you really you've written him off, like, early now. Not whereas... career-wise, but I don't think... I think he's two years away from being super nah, coach I he, relevant. I think he's a couple of games away right now from Addy's price being able to put out 90 to 100. Surely that's just like yeah, occasionally, but not consistently. No, which no, is, you think it? What you think about players? You think about players who don't get super coach bias. I'll tell you what, Amir is someone who does not get the bias. That's for sure. His ankles a fair bit. Two weeks. Oh, he's averaged twenty-four touches over the first couple weeks. His first quarter against Collingwood, he was best player on the ground, and then we had like the same output for the next three quarters. He had fourteen yeah. contested touches that game. Yeah, and most of them were in the first quarter, and then he just faded. They weren't most of them in the first quarter. How can you have most of 14 contested in the first quarter? Because he, like, he dominated the first quarter. He dominated the first quarter. He's a bit loose, Brenner. Hates me why you, you write him off, too, because like that first JLT game where he's like on 50 at quarter time before he just went and sat on the pine for the rest of it. He's, he's a couple of weeks away from being a good player, I reckon. So, oh, but how's this? If you, if you started the season again, would you pick Omira? Um, if I started the season again, I'd absolutely flip my whole team around. So they definitely would be. <laughs> yeah, but you wouldn't have Omira. It's, yeah, well, it's I wouldn't not have really him either. And I wouldn't have Green. I wouldn't have Cruiser. But the fact is, I do. Yeah, that's oh, why it's still Corey a goes bang, mate. Corey yeah, just put you in your place. But the, I don't understand why Omira, like, he's a guy on a bat for Omira so heavily when it's like... You just, Already you has him, him, Brett. Already has him. Yeah, that's, that's wishful okay. thinking then. Uh, no, I just, I just think you're being very, very harsh on... Young what do you think he averages? Are we taking oh, based on from here? 117, or? maybe. 117, no. probably, yeah. Not for season, just regular season. What do you think oh. he averages? Including these first two games, probably yeah. 80, 85. Yeah, so he'll he'll max out his money in, what, three weeks from now? Four weeks from now? Well, and you're going to no, get 80 it goes through troughs. It goes I've, through troughs. I've got him exceeding... He's averaging 80, 85, so I've obviously from here on in, I've got him at about 90, 95. From here on in, from this round in, take away his last two. From here to the end of the season, I see him averaging 90-95. And being healthy. Like, you're asking a lot for him, yeah. I'm not riding him for the whole year. I'm just asking him to do enough to get me cash to get me to make crowd. Sure, does Zach Merritt <laughs> move on? Because yeah. we're going to have another issue like last week where we're just, yeah, just yelling at each yeah. other for <laughs> four hours. Um, look, long story short this week, too. I think one thing that we can really take out is don't trade your primos. I mean, your main midfielders, don't be going and moving a, a Zach Merritt, even Bont to a lesser extent. Don't go absolutely cutting your team apart just because you've experienced, you know, a bad week. I think the flip side of that token, I mean, 
Brett, you don't see him being a primo anymore. Bonfa, no one knows what you've got going on. Um, it's yeah, I think I think that kind of token is an exception, but you can't be trading like these primos. Those who started Kane Lambert, do they have to abort ship? Yep. Hell yeah. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, just wanted to get on that too. Uh, let's go to some questions. Go for it. All right, beautiful. Um, should always have these ready. Oh, we've spoken about no, no, most of these. Uh, Adrian, what to do with Crouch? Trade or hold? Yes, if playing for rank, slash no, if playing for league. So this is probably, um, if you're playing... For both, what's this best situation? I just want to give it a rundown because we normally just talk league, league purely. Bombs? Trade. Oh, yeah, go. Yeah, trade regardless. Yeah, and I'm the same. Trade for both, yep. Three weeks is one week too many. If it's two, I hold. Okay. JT, at Jester 5. Which is more important? Rookies missed, Ryan and Barry, or corrective primo trades, Hibbert to Shaw? So, Ryan, I think that's Ryan to Barry, or Hibbert to Shaw and Simpson. Um, it'll be, yeah, commonly asked question. What do you reckon is more important to fix on right now? Well, we, we said this before, didn't we? I said rookies yeah. is more important. I said, you know, you've got to get rookies. Bretta said fix your primos. So. No, I, fig- I said fix Menegola. But yeah, it's, oh, I think right. the simple one that everyone's in the boat with is fix Hibbert or go and get Liam Ryan. Let's go get Liam Ryan. Mm. So I see Liam Ryan as a heartbeat. Like I know that that game was a bit out there, and he was real good. Three goals, two, you know, fifteen touches, whatever it was, hundred and fifteen points, um, and it was quite flashy. But let's not forget he's a Ford pocket. So I think it's that one fifteen in his system, and he's all over the place. He played completely yeah. different to um, to that genuine Ford pocket. He played more of a flanker on the weekend. He was everywhere. He was. Well, he used his speed, didn't he? Yeah, like, and I think, I think Rioli, Waterman, I think they're going to be more of the stay-at-home, traditional forward pockets, whereas I think yep. Liam Ryan's going to be more up the ground. So that's like for he, me, because I was taking that into account when I seen the one fifteen. I was just like, yeah, but it's Liam Ryan. What am I getting from here? I'm getting thirty, so I'll get you know the, the the, uh, easy eighty k, hundred k in the next two weeks. But then, like, re-looking over that game and seeing where he was and where he was getting his positions and what he was doing with the ball, I think he will be a little bit better than what we think. I think I he think is. he's sort of that, that position that Toby Green's created where the small forward isn't just a small forward yeah. anymore. He's sort of up and about, sort of on the, even up to the wing, getting a couple one-twos and stuff. So I think he, he probably averages his 50 to 60, but that 115 is just going to be so nice in his system for a few weeks of cash generation. That's true. Um, Daryl at Davies underscore Daryl. Bonfa has now told me Hurricanes will be wooden spooners and Billings is better than Bont. Do I stop listening to him? Bretta. Why does anyone listen to Bonfa in the first place? I don't understand. Bonf's hey, Billings is better than Bont. Yeah, Billings is better than Bont. That's all I've got to yeah, say. But you know who else is better than Bont? Yeah, Jack McCray. McCray, yeah. <laughs> yeah, buddy. I'm having a serious conversation about this before we got on the podcast. He is a good player. And I think yeah. he screwed Brett's Supercoach team up nice and early talking to me out of a couple yeah. of ways. But at the end of the day, Bonfa, we don't press Brett's trade button, mate. He picks his own. Oh, no. No, let's do it. You, you talk me out of McCray and then... Oliver got talked out of by one article saying his knee was sore. So, <laughs> no, hey, Bretta, I'm with you on this. I am, you know what, Bretta, I'm that Oliver article really screwed me too. 
Mm-hmm. It was borderline in for me. And I almost talked you into it. I remember that whole conversation, like, out of the blue, like, you were against it, against it, against it, and then you sneakily told Corey that, like, I'm actually considering Clayton Oliver, and Corey messages me, like, Bob is getting <laughs> Oliver, get <you> doing? <laughs> Look, Oliver would have been in... Oliver would have been in that conversation I had with Zerit. That's what would have happened if it wasn't for that knee. Anyway, more questions. I'm moving on. Uh, Rockcliffe is leaving the building, so, mate, uh, uh, irrepressible Abel. Abel, right? (laughs) Rockcliffe is leaving the building. Oliver, Buddy Simpson, or Cripps slash Parker? Oliver, Buddy Simpson. I just like the first three names you said better than the next two. If that makes sense. Yeah. And that's another one of Bombs' red-hot recommendations. Primo mid scored 17 on the weekend. Hey, it wasn't a red-hot recommendation. Let's not get foolish here. You're, you're a big Tom Rockliffe man. Uh, I'm a big Tom Rockliffe fan. And maybe you should play in the midfield. Yeah. Uh, Hudson, uh, I get this wrong every week. Hudson underscore Roy. Rainer but to Petrarca or McLean? Petrarca. Yeah, I'd say out of those Petrarca. two. Yeah, just say Petrarca. I'd get Devin Smith, though. McLean's good. Petrarca, it is. Did you just say McLean, he's another ducker. I would get Devin Smith because he's the same sort of price as Petrarca, but if it's only those two you're picking from, I'm looking at Petrarca. It's actually um, been my favourite podcast in a long time. Bonfer's just like green <laughs> with everything I've ever said <laughs> in one go. You know, <laughs> Britta, if, if you joined our conversation last night, you you would have loved it because I called Devin Smith a top six forward to Corey's last Stop night. Stop it. You did. did not. And I Corey, tell him. Tell him. <laughs> I agree with it. After the oh, sample speaking size, of, sample size speaking of, speaking of Devin Smith, game. before we get off it. Don't worry, before we get off it. Your mid- yeah. Ah, oh, beautiful. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I want to cock in. Um... Uh, you don't want breakfast at Gilsmore Bricky. Uh, Darcy Parrish, one trade, four to back, 420k limit. Considering going to Al Murphy or Bonner, but another mid-pricer could be the go. I think that... I think 420, four to back. I think Murphy could be the way to go, because he's going to start earning some coin. He was good on the weekend. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, he was, yeah. But Parrish yeah, down still... to Murphy, I mean, do you like that as a trade? No, I, I think you're no, losing. See, yeah, and I think he's I'm... one bad game away from getting dropped still, regardless. Uh, old mate, uh, go on. I don't think we really answered his question. Um, I mean, go? who would we who would we buy? Oh, I'd like I said, I'd be going. I'd be going probably Murphy. Oh, no, I'd probably be going Bonner actually because you got the points yeah. there. If he's on, for, yeah, keep it simple. And um, I'd probably go him too. Although uh, old, I'd look at Devin Smith. Old mate FM one seven one seven, who's got the all rookie defence. Uh, he's got an update for us. All rookie backline going well. Shame I got some players, other players wrong, but still, when Dodie, Finn, Murray, and Co keep doing it, this why not? Should he get Bonner in? Shaky job security question mark. I don't think there's any shaky it'd, job security. It'd be a good captain for that back line. That's yeah, for sure, wouldn't it? I actually like it. If if you've got one, I mean, who would you have? Probably Norton's probably the one down there right now. He's probably sitting on the bench. It's letting you down, but I mean, you could put playing with the rest of them. I don't mind it. I'm not going to question this guy with picking defenders because he's nailed it this year, yeah. somehow. Um, at, Moni, at Matt Mottram, Matt Mottram I, I have Caddy, don't know why. Playing for rank, probs not a keeper, top six, what to do? Oh, you got to trade. Trade, trade Caddy, yeah. Again, yeah, trade. Dev, Dev's probably one of the uh, one of the ones that you got to have a look at. If he's got Dev? Yeah. Uh, Walters, I like Walters. Uh, yeah, someone around that mark that's doing a Walters bloody good on the weekend. 
Yeah. There's not much else, though, is there? I mean, you're not going to get... You can't say Sis. This is a blame. Uh, Petrarca, and I don't think Petrarca ended up being the top six. I think with Walters and Smith, you've got a chance here of top six. There's a lot around there. Um, Walters yeah. or Smith will go down and make some money. 100%. Um, Peter Legato, not sure what to do with Caulfield. Have 95k in the bank. Is it time to get Bonner? Well, yes. Maybe I Caulfield think... You, we were talking about this last night. You reckon Caulfield's probably not too far away from getting, getting a gig. I reckon he's... With that, with that pathetic performance against North, I'd be very, very surprised if he doesn't play in the next fortnight. So Caulfield, I'd name, hold. keep Caulfield. Yes. Well, this is what I would do. I would hold, all right? I would hold Caulfield. He may get named this week. O'Shea gets second game. Um, then next week, if, um, if Caulfield doesn't get named again then you've got O'Shea there ready to go. You've got the money to go to Bonner, though. I think if Caulfield's not named this week, I'd, I'd be going to it. I'd be going to Bonner. Mm. He's got a break in okay. at a negative 44. He's, he's going to make I think O'Shea's going to be good. That's just me. I think O'Shea's going to be good. Yeah, but you have Carlton Bias. No, um, no, no. This is not Carlton Bias. You you, you both said that he was going to be a gem of the all preseason. No need to yell, Bonfer. Can't <laughs> <laughs> the Carlton bias gets him very upset, Corey. Apologies. Yeah, <sighs> it's it's that guy's fault, too. I mean, I don't want to blame anyone, but Cam O'Shea, it's his fault that I have Jaeger as well. Because him coming out of that Carlton lineup on the Thursday night put me into meltdowns. <laughs> and I'd already started drinking at that stage, too. So it's... I wasn't I wasn't mentally ready. Well, I mean, on the Wednesday night, you know, into the Thursday, I, I was in panic mode. It's his fault that I've got Hibbert. It's what happens when you become a during the week drinker, though, Corey. Nah, it was drinking on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Thought he was. You're allowed to drink when the news on. That's like that's oh, like, okay. You know, that's yeah, religion. Sorry, my bad. Just being Australian. That's what... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was announced uh, Wednesday, but game was Thursday. Yeah, so no, it, but it, you know, yeah. it's it, it just Get all day threw, Thursday. It, it threw me it. for 24 hours. Uh, Harper <laughs> Adams, I haven't used any trades and won't be unless should I trade Bont to Crips because the Bulldogs are shit ass. If he's had a perfect run, no injuries, he's nailed everything else. So I don't mind it. You know what? I prefer Parker over Cripps, but Parker is so good. That's the only thing. Like I, I endorse trading the bond. I just prefer Parker over Cripps. But your call, buddy. I still prefer Cripps. Um, Richard Berry, rider to who? Obviously held last week. Probably playing for league. Uh, Nank a viable option if wanting to free up cash for Bonner. Is he a must-have in brackets? Otherwise, is Jacobs the only safe other options? Nick, Nat, Goldie, and Martin have risks. I mean, we have this argument every single week. Bonts, where are you going? I'm still going Martin. He came up against Gorn over the weekend, so I'm still going to go Martin. Um, it, well, can you go up to Cruiser? Because I'd probably take Cruiser in his comeback. But um, otherwise, it's Martin. Right. Wits or Nick, Nat? I haven't changed. I like Goldie. I really do like Goldie. He was so good on mm. the weekend. So good. How about Grundy? This position is so oh, funny. Grundy. Grundy's doing good Grundy. as well. He looks and Mason murdering Cox, well. you, I, I can't. You, I can't see Cox getting into that ruck. Yeah, and you, did you hear Buckley today saying that um, he's no guarantee to bring Cox back, and he likes the smaller setup up Good. front. Let's keep it that way. It's only taking yeah. three years to work that out. If that happens, <laughs> Grundy is a huge, huge pick now. Yeah. Uh, Jeremiah Agreed. Thomas, I know we spoke about this before, but thoughts on sustainability of Zach Fisher's scoring? How far over to you? Yeah, look, he's not going to average 100. 
Um, but I'll tell you what, I think the game style suits. I think he's got the bias, and I think on a season average, I reckon he can do. I reckon he can do eighty. I'll be honest. I reckon he can do eighty. I think he's going to fade late. So first half of the year, I think you'll be fine. Perhaps. Don't think he averages that high, but agreed that first half of the I year he's think, I runnable. think the only way you can go grab him, sorry to interrupt you, yeah. <laughs> is if you have Bonner, all the rookies, and that's the only one you miss somehow. I, I think, think if you've got Bonner, then there's no real reason to go get Fisher. You've got that one in that sort of mould. Yeah, anyway. but if you can go Rainer to Fisher... Like, that's, yeah, that's, that's yeah. heaps I like smart. That. Like, yeah. if you've got Bonner already and then Rainer to Fisher's there, like, mm. you've got to remember, he's got two nice scores sitting in that system. So he's got the nice price rise this week, and then if he scores, like, 50 or 60, he's still going to have a handy one the week after, too. So He's going to he's gonna score 90 against the Pies this week. Don't worry about that. Uh, I, I thought the Pies had the buy this week. We do. <laughs> Um, oh, I can't wait to replay that. I have Brayshaw from the Demons sitting on my bench. If I'm Thursday not named, should I trade down to Bonner? I'd probably be trading yeah, anyway. Pr- probably a good idea, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. time to go. Um, I, look, I, I think this... I know we're charged on his, but this is a pretty good question. I hate trading Primo's earlier, but is he a bit tempting me? Uh, stuck with Shaw for nearly the whole year last year, and that hurt, because you brought this up last night. Uh, apparently, there's a role change mm. for Hibbard. Um, does it hurt the fact that the, the don't trading primos rule? Bonds, can you quickly kind of ramble on what you rambled on with me last night? So I said something along the lines of, you know, we look at, you know, key halfback flankers, you know, it's kind of like the All-Australian ones, right? Um, and the ones that are, kind of have a year that kind of come, not from nowhere, but a year that's much better than all other years. So you think about Melchewski, um, how many years ago was that? Two or three years ago. What happened the year after? We rode him out saying, you know, let's not worry about those first few games. And we rode him out, and he was like 350K by, like, round 12, and you couldn't do shit with him. Um, the same thing, you know, that bloke just mentioned in his tweet, you know, the same thing happened to Heath Shaw as well. It's, you know, it, maybe it's just a coincidence, but maybe there's something in that as well. Maybe Hibbard follows in that sort of footsteps. Anything to add on that, bro? Um, hold if you think you can be a top six forward. That top six defender, sorry. But, yeah, if you don't, then, yeah, he's going to drop and can maintain. Probably the easiest way that you can go about it, isn't it? Do you see him from here? Do you as a person see him from here going forward? And, I mean, I know everyone's not going to want to do this, but it doesn't hurt going down and re-watching games from the weekend. It's, yeah, but... My concern with Hibbard is that these 70s have had, both had, like, a 40-point quarter. So it's the other three quarters that I've been worried about. So he started off really well in in game two. Four of those quarters. That's 160. Yeah, but he's not. Like, he started off off really well in game two. And in game one, he had an epic last quarter when the game was, you know, real close. And, you know, Gorn screwed the, the kick and all the rest of it. But without those two quarters, the bloke's going probably 50, if that, in both games. That's a That's a worry. There's another thing where Corey, I know Corey hates me saying it, but I look at the Dream Team numbers just as a rough gauge of their actual numbers. And Hibbard scored like 50 Dream Team on the weekend. And they should, that just means he's not getting the ball. Like, you can he's have not. as much bias as you want. You can use the ball as well as you want. He's just not 
getting he's having his 20 positions but it's like no marks no tackles no damage done he, he's never been a tackler he's he's not yeah. getting he's not getting these kicks to the side he's not kicking it to himself through the kick in maybe getting a one two through the kick in running it to the flank that's where he's missing points handball, handball six the, handball receive it's it's handball yeah well but it's also handball receives that he's down on yeah I, I think it's look it could it's two games it's not a lot of data but there are certainly worrying signs. If you think he can turn it around, do not trade. That's that's clear. But if you think he's not going to turn it around, then, then it's a trade. And just go with your gut. Wayne, yeah, you want to be certain that he's not going to turn it around. That's what you need to be. Yeah, Wayne yeah. Hockey. What's the upside slash downside of trading a rookie for a rookie, i.e. Banfield slash Brayshaw to Fogarty or Finlayson? I think you've got to weigh up if it's a must-have rookie. Like right now, Finlayson is a must-have rookie. I'm not really massive. I'm getting rid of Brayshaw or Banfield. Like I'd rather go Norton to Finlayson or something like that. But they have to yeah. be must-have rookies. I don't think Lachlan Fogarty is a must-have rookie, although as good as he has played. Agree, one hundred percent. Who are our, our must-have rookies? Just as as another question. So we've got Dodie, uh, Dodie Finlayson, Crocodile Dodie, Finlayson, Murray. Uh, yeah, I think Murray, Sim, yeah. Murray still is. Uh, Tim Kelly. Oh, Tim Kelly Holman. Yep. Holman? Yep. Yep. Fritch? Not so much. Uh, but no, considering yes, his position, yes, no, would you yes. say he's a yeah, must-have? He's a must-have. He's a must-have. Considering his position 100%. and his job security, yeah, I think he's a must-have. Yep. yep. I think Barry, Banfield, Uniaki, yeah, you can kind of give those ones a miss. I think Uniaki's um, only out of miss because of price, because that was a bloody good game on the weekend. Liam Ryan, yeah, I think, correct. now becomes a, a must-have. Must-have. Yep, great. And what about Lockie Murphy? Not quite. I don't think don't he's a must-have. Lockie Murphy's a must-have because he doesn't have that job security element with it. That's yeah, what scares cool. me with Lockie Murphy. What about um, Noah Bolter? <laughs> no? Nah, I was only uh, that one. Probably not a must-have. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I'd miss a rookie for that for a second. I was quickly scraping through trying to find him. Nah, nah, just a 117k forward ruck. I think no, that's all he is, I haven't missed out on anything. I think Stephenson's a little bit underrated, but I don't think he's a must-have. Yeah, um, yeah, I wouldn't cut, yeah, I wouldn't say he's a must-have. Yeah. Sam Barins, Gibbs or Canelio? Gibbs, Gibbs, Gibbs. Gibbs. Oh, man, Gibbs, 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 yes. Gibbs is good. Are you guys coming around now? Yeah, well, I told you, I've, Gibbs. I've got, him, I've got him in my draft team, so I'm, I'm happy days. Yeah, I'm all aboard Gibbs. Guy's good. Man, with Crouch going down as well. Next three weeks is going to be big for me. Anyone Cam Ellis Yolman with Crouch going down at like two sixty? Yeah, it's a good he's call. Gonna have a big, he's going to have a big five weeks. Yeah, yeah, I he's think he will as well. Boy. Yeah, two sixty three k. Um, yeah, yeah. eighty seven average over the first two, ninety seven and seventy seven. Good numbers. Is he only? Is he only two sixty? Yeah, he's yeah. mid only. Yeah, I might have a cheeky look at that. Yeah. Rainer, you I get just, a bit of DPP, you get rid of Rainer, so see if you yeah, got 60k I, I going. I can't do that. But, like, there's nothing Like there's nothing that I could really do. Like, someone would have to get dropped for me to even be able to get him in. Like, if mm. Brayshaw got dropped, I could get him, but I'm not mm. trading oh, Brayshaw. Like, I mean, I don't want that to like, if you could, If it was a straight up, regardless of position, you're picking Yolman at his price versus Bonner at his price, who are you picking? Yolman. Ooh, yeah, yeah, I'm probably, probably taking Yolman. Yolman. Yeah. Yeah, because you can couple him with another. I was another spilling when he wasn't a forward. Rook as well. Actually, actually filthy. Because I mean, oh, if he was forward, we'd all would have picked him. I think. Mm. Always been big on him. Um, 
Darcy Allen. Rainer is flying out of my team as soon as... <laughs> obviously, that's when the game was on. Uh, the game finishes. Is he crazy to have a look at Todd Marshall? He's not crazy. He's probably not entirely intelligent. Harsh. I just wouldn't... No, I wouldn't pick Todd Marshall. No. I mean, he had a 93 on the weekend, but 59 in the first week. You're not paying 117k. You're paying 194. you got to consider that. No, I, I don't think you're considering him. Yeah. Um, I think that's... Look, that's about it. One, one last one, because I love the uh, add-on to... Britain's question here. Placed in top 4,000 at the moment, so in a good spot. Uh, don't know if this is necessarily a good option, but seriously considering Norton to Bonner. I believe Bonner could potentially go 95, average over 95 by the end of the year. Um, cash required, need to do so. Angus, Brayshaw to Lachlan Fogarty. Not sold on Fogarty's job security. So, would you recommend people moving heaven and earth to get Bonner if it meant they had to do something else in their team? I think you only go and get Bonner if you're going to have the money anyway. I think you should force the cash. The only way I endorse the cash grab is if you go and rain her down. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, Which you should be doing anyway, yeah. 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 Um, And at the back end of this, he also wrote, also, I think the podcast could go for at least another hour longer. I'm sure you all have family and friends outside of Supercoach Elites, but the sooner you realise they are not as important as Supercoach, the better. Thanks in advance. <laughs> Cheers, Brenton. Who was that? Brenton King. We always appreciate things like Good that. Good on you. It makes our, makes our job a lot better. Uh, vice yeah. Captain, Captain Option, boys. Oh, bugger. This always gets me off guard every single week. Bumps. Uh, it's Fife against Gold Coast for me, uh, Bumps, and I'll run that. We sat there well, for last night, Bretta, and Bombs for like 20 minutes was convinced that Sydney were playing North Melbourne this week. Oh, lol. <laughs> At the SCG, <laughs> only to realise it's in like round seven. Um, <laughs> anyways, I will go... Well, look, it's... I kind of like Fife against Gold Coast, but then, you know, you've got Tish against Richmond, and... and bloody Martin against Hawthorne. So probably the logical thing is is Martin into danger considering form, but if you want to go a little bit more unique, then probably Fife or Crips will be the ones for me. What about what about those who don't have a Lango as their donut? Well, so what, say, what, say, what, say, say, it's, say it's your Toby Green or your Giles Langdon is your, your thing, okay. so you got to go so, somewhere from the first few games. What is just yeah, five? So five, and, five and Crips work for me. I, I like that. I'll always remember Cripps won me a grand final when he played Collingwood and scored 152 years ago, so I'll never forget that game. Uh, Carl Amon's my boy. Gorn. 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 Where's he, he playing? Against Goldie. Vice captain. Against Gold Team. Hey, did I you guys. Like that game beat on the line. Just, just a fun fact. Did you know Melbourne haven't beat North in like 17 games? <laughs> what? North have won 17 on the trot against Melbourne. I heard that on SCN on the way home today. Wow, no way. way. Yeah, look it up. I, I'm assuming it's true. Um, I heard Dr. Turf was, was saying it. Yeah. Wow. Probably some custard on that. Um, but for me, it's <laughs> I, I'm, I do have a long go, so I am probably going dusty into Dangerfield. Yeah, I don't mind that. Yeah. Sounds fair. Uh, Can we get an update, Corey? Oh, I, I don't have the lingo, so i got to go five into... Uh, update of the average... Oh, Britta's going five. Five into oh, who, Britta? Oh, five Dangerfield. No, Ooh, five Dangerfield. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, update, yeah, update about Uh The challenge. Uh, well, currently, what is what's oh, sorry? What's Lloyd averaging? Oh, here you go. Here we go. All right, Lloyd scored seventy-one on the weekend, which brought his average down to ninety-five. Okay. 
Okay. Smith scored 111, which brought it up to 101.5. So Smith's in first place, Lloyd's in second, and uh, Sicily scored 61, which dragged him down to 93. Oh, wow. I thought that so, was uh, worse than that. Oh, I'm pretty happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting not as, not as much Not as much laughter as there was in the podcast uh, last week. When you well, when you, when you, when you think excited. about it, look, Brett, when you think about it, you're only uh, 12 points on the overall ahead of Lloyd. And uh, you know, sixteen points ahead of Sicily, but Sicily does have the buy this week, which is probably fortunate for Corey. I would have <laughs> Not sure how that. I'm not sure how that works. Ah, well, we were going off average, so it works uh, pretty well. Nice and easy. Uh, big shout out to Andrew of uh, who owns team name Psycho Llamas for the top round score in our uh, group this week with a two thousand five hundred flat as well. So that was mm. that was that. Did- did we even say what we scored this week? I think we missed out oh, on that no, one too. Yeah, Jesus, we missed strong. out on a few things. So I scored 21 uh, 13, um, but that was with a Cruiser Donut as well. So I'm very conscious of that. Uh, where the hell's my score? Wow. I don't know, mate. Brett, I, would just I, like how you boys, I like how you boys snuck this to the end of the podcast. So you, you think people hopefully tune out by now and not listen to the <laughs> scores. It's <laughs> well played, boys. Up, I got 23 15 there about 23 15 wow I had he was lying to us again yesterday what do you mean what do you mean the other day the other day you're like oh I scored I scored 20 you said to me the other day and I'm like oh how the hell did I beat you with a donut now the next minute you're on 2300 I was 25 9 with no with cruiser out and I didn't play Holman again Oh, you're just struggling, boys. Get your shit together. Hey, anyway, well, my score was in the... I'm so bad at putting, like, rights <laughs> on the field. Like, you just have no idea. <laughs> get it wrong weekly. Uh, yeah, that's it. No, well, as uh, always, next week, Corey. Has anyone had a look at who they're versing in their um, elites first exotic limo versus the World League? No, I haven't. But oh, I'm guessing by your tone, I'm guessing Probably by your tone that one of us are playing... Someone here. No, we're not. I couldn't check. It, for some reason, it wouldn't let me check the rest of the league's fixture. Um, what do you mean? Went, well, went, I don't oh. know what's going on. But for for some reason, I couldn't click on to... Um, well, I've got I've got the fixture here. So you've got the notorious Timmy Tomahawk. I yeah. think that's his name. Yeah, so I've got Big I've Timmy got, on that. I've got Stable Able. And... Uh, I've got Shuffles. Britta. Sorry? I've got Chuckles. You got Chuckles, the old Peter Legato. So yeah, be a few good games this weekend. Yeah, keep an eye out for that. I just figured out how to find it as well. Oh no, I didn't. That's still... <laughs> I got no idea. I don't know. So what's Corey, going. We'll, we'll give you an, uh, a you know a super coach one hundred and one. That's good. That's yeah. Good. Well, Brett, Brett, he's in Divi two. Let's not forget. So he's, yeah, uh, he's, he's not across all these sort of things. Love it, Divi two. <laughs> Anything else to touch on before we wrap up today, boys? No, I think we all good, mate. Beautiful. All right, community. Uh, good luck this week. Hope you win your league games. It's good to be able to say that again, boys. It's been a while. Um, and behalf of Bomb Spreader myself, peace out community, and thanks for listening.